Hey guys, welcome to Meet I Look. Hi, We've been on a hiatus. <laughs> Again? Again. I don't think it's worthy of calling it a hiatus. We were gone for a week. We oh. missed an episode. Yeah, we were gone for a second. Um, We had some stuff going on. They, these girls over here, they be doing college. It was my birthday. Yeah, it was her birthday. I'm not 21. I'm part of the club. Yeah, we're all legal here. Snap. But yeah, y'all guys are finishing up your semester. Uh, I'm done in two weeks. Oh, wow. I'm done around May 25th. Wow. And um, sorry about that. I've been busy doing a fellowship application that I just turned in like two hours ago. Oh, yeah. We're moving to New York. Well, we're Actually. moving to New York in September because I'm pretty sure I'm going to get it. So it was your birthday. You're 21. Yeah. How do you feel? Um, So me and Giselle went to uh, uh, the Pegasus downtown <laughs> and yes. uh, we had never been there before. And there was a drag show, which was like super fun. Um, but we didn't take any ones because we're dumb. we really didn't we're think this out. Idiots. And then we went to the ATM. Giselle paid three extra dollars to use the ATM there, and it just gave us a twenty. So we ended up just leaving with the twenty and not even tipping anyone. And I'm a psychopath because, like, when I'm already drunk, uh, and she ordered Bacardi on the rocks. yeah. I was about to say when I'm already straight drunk, Bacardi. I'll drink anything, and I literally drank straight Bacardi, Bacardi on the rocks on the rocks I don't Double know shot. I don't know if I mentioned this but on New Year's I got extremely drunk like throw up type of drunk um off of Bacardi so like the mention of Bacardi just I love that girl disgusting. I would drink anything straight I don't care you love that girl yeah I love that girl but I literally I literally like start drinking and like at some point when I'm gone everything tastes like water to me no yeah that's fucking insane that happens to me too and even at even at your birthday um um her cousin gave her pink whitney and i felt it, it like was it was hard i feel like i felt something after the second shot of pink dude whitney, pink Wh- i'm crazy. telling you okay so backstory on pink whitney wait did you like pink whitney it wasn't that bad yeah it was it pretty cute smelled really good yeah it was just really int- i wasn't ready for how much it hurt no yeah so background on bacardi so uh, bacardi on pink whitney um on tiktok I was like on alcohol TikTok for a second and um, everybody. Alcoholic or alcohol? <laughs> I don't know. TikTok. It was just the TikToks. So um, there's this TikTok where it's like, um, sh- uh, please explain what alcohol fucked you raw, killed you, brought you back to life. And everybody brought up Pink Whitney. And it's like everybody relaxing, taking their first shot. And by like the third shot, they're in the restroom throwing up and like basically No, dead. actually, I started to feel buzz after the second shot. Same. And that's crazy because it takes so long for me to get drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it did That hurt. shit was strong. It was. But it tasted really good. It did. And if it was on ice, on the rocks. <laughs> no, I'm not even <laughs> lying. On fri- I'm finally off on Thursday and I want to get drunk to pee pink whitney because i want to experience it fully i'll be your designated driver if i could mix it with like lemonade or like frozen lemonade oh that would be so good (laughs) put it in like a margarita essentially yeah Mm. i I just really want to get fucked up but either way that's the story on pink whitney but um yeah that was your birthday experience harsh switch of topic let's talk about cannibalism (gasps) can i bring up a tiktok real quick of course wait wait wait. Uh, what like yeah, yeah, Stop. just go, just you go. You don't know my story. <laughs> she always you. does that. I she thought we talked about talk. this before. No, it's okay. It cuts you off to tell your I story. I hate y'all. Oh, I can't do nothing. I saw this TikTok a couple months ago, right? And it's this girl talking about how she had a girlfriend and her girlfriend was like really into like knife play um, when they're having <gasps> sex and stuff you like that. You tell me this. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I did because um, it was weird. 
Uh, but anyway, she was she was into all of that, um, like blood, you know, just like the whole everything. Um, anyways, so so Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. You um, know who that is? No. <laughs> Backstory: I have been making. I've been like wanting Alexis to watch Silence I of know the Lambs the name. since we got together, and this is why she doesn't know who Hannibal he's Lecter a, is. He's a cannibal, right? Yeah. Oh, I do know who that is. Hello, Fafa Beans. Yes. I, okay, I don't know that. I don't know that either. That's a reference TikTok. to Silence of the Lambs when he's talking to Clarice. Oh my God. Back to Keep my going. TikTok. So, <laughs> um, this girl, this girl's girlfriend, she made her a meal. And in the meal was a piece of her thigh. Yeah. Have y'all ever seen the movie? Uh, it's called Raw. No. Uh, I think I played the song for y'all, and it's like with broken promises, and you can keep. Anyway, that song, that song comes in, that comes out in that movie, and in Raw, it's about this girl. She goes to the school, and she finds out that her sister is like she's a cannibal. So she's like with this guy, and she's like really into like skin and stuff or Does whatever. Does she give him a piece of her? No, wait. Okay. So then. Wait, that's what happens in the TikTok. So the girl gives her girlfriend a piece of her thigh. Her girlfriend eats it. Yeah. And then she finds out afterwards that she ate a human flesh. And then she's like vomiting yeah. for like hours and hours and hours. And then she broke up with her girlfriend. No, yeah. It's crazy. Because yeah, uh, that doesn't grow back. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, And that's what I'm trying it. to say. So like in that movie. Um, there's an instance where her sister, she's helping, uh, her sister is helping her wax her vag or whatever. And, um, the vag wax rocks. gets stuck on her vag and the sister goes and gets scissors to cut it off. And the girl freaks no. out and kicks her and the scissors chop her finger off. Her sister sees the blood and passes out. And then the girl is just watching her and sees the finger and starts eating the finger. And the sister wakes up and sees her. And then basically Ooh. it's this whole story about her and her cannibalism. And at the end, um, she's in bed with um, this guy that she's been talking to this whole film. She wakes up. He's half eaten in the bed dead. Ew. And then we find out at the end that her mom has been eating her dad, like pieces of her dad. Because also, he, like the mom was a cannibal. Yeah. So the kid was because, a cannibal. Yeah. And I think her sister also was a little bit of a cannibal as well. But the dad just lifts his. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. But um, the dad lifts his shirt up, shirt up, and he has like scars from her eating him and like taking pieces of his skin. And the dad was just cool with that. Yeah, he just like knew it was something. But I remember watching that movie and I was so fucked up. But that song came out on it and it was like, damn. Well, yeah, I guess it's like um, what do people say? Life imitating art. So what was a horror movie? Yeah, but, but like if. I don't know, because there's cannibals out there, bro. We just don't know. Oh, yeah, the National Forest. Oh, my God. Yeah, not e yeah, but okay, so the National Forest, like, if y'all ever heard of Missing 411, those are people who go missing in the national parks. And right now on TikTok, it's, like, a big thing, and I'm, like, stuck on it, and I was on it all day yesterday. It's so interesting. There's and it's so, so many scary. things. There's so many things. No, because I've seen, I can't confirm anything. Obviously, none of us can. Yeah. Um, And I don't think we're going to, because we don't want to like id any of these people but there's been multiple like park rangers yeah or fire watch people who were like hey i don't know how to tell you but i was literally debriefed on cannibals yeah because they're feral people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah they're not just like they live in a cabin like hannibal lecter and go hunting people will drop their babies off in the woods and they become feral and they only know how to eat other people yeah and other animals how do they not get sick and like die i don't get that like cannibalism how do they survive the isn't 
like the forest or yeah. or cannibalism. cannibalism. No, people people who okay, if you're a baby, you get dropped off in the forest. There's they people get out picked there picked up by other feral people. Yeah. And they're not eaten? They're raised to be feral? I That's mean, usually depends. Well, look, this is the thing. So like with the whole the whole thing of missing 411, right? Like you have the cluster map. And the cluster map is the their specific same spots where all these people were taken. And some people who are taken and found, like their remains or if they're brought back, they're literally found just like a mile away from where they went missing. Even though when they went missing, everybody went to go look at for them in that spot mm-hmm. or all around the park and never found them until they just show up. So the people who like end up coming back, they have memory loss. They don't know anything. They don't want to talk about it. And then you're like, well, what the fuck, right? Mm-hmm. And then the people who actually go missing, like there was this case that I heard about this little boy and um, he went missing. And then four years later, they found his clothes, but they looked like the pants were all tattered, but like they were still in perfect mint condition. Not like they had been in the woods for four fucking years. Like the shoes looked brand new. The pants didn't have any bloodstains or anything. They were just a little tattered. I want to know so bad, dude. Like, okay, I always told, I always talk about this, but I can't wait till I die because then I'll know like all the secrets of the world. Mm-hmm. Dude. I'm so excited to die because that's like the first <laughs> thing I'm going to do if there's like a God or literally anything. I just want to know. Did I tell you I wanted to, I didn't make any attempts, but I wanted to kill myself when I was four just because I really, really <laughs> wanted to know if ghosts were real. <laughs> this um, girl. She would, dude. She would. Makes sense. <laughs> you know. Okay. So I found the movie I was talking about. Okay, um, shoot. So cannibalism in media here's my research paper cannibalism (laughs) in media comes in a lot of fun quirky ways because on top of the feral people in national parks i've been seeing a lot of um bob's burgers things and (gasps) oh my god i just heard about this a week ago so bob's burgers is this really cute cartoon about this family at a burger joint you know tina the twerker yeah i I used to love that show beloved everybody likes it it's like a good semi-adult cartoon the concept art they're cannibals and then someone duetted this person who was like, look at this creepy concept art. Um, and they were like, hey, uh, what makes you think they, that didn't go through with the final? There's a reason the burger shop never moves locations and they're located right next to a morgue. Yeah. <gasps> or how the inspector is oh, always on their shoot. ass. Yep. And how the little one, uh, I forget her name, but the little one is obsessed with killing people. Tina yeah. is like awkwardly like uh, awkward, awkward and socially awkward because like basically the guideline is that she saw her dad killing people and eating them. Which could it could also just be like a mental. Yeah, that also too. But like it connects all these things of why they're off, like why everything Whoa. is specific, and it's because they're cannibals. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Yeah. Uh, I like when it cartoons cool. have a dark twist like that. I enjoyed like it. every cartoon does, yeah. but it's cool. And then there's Hannibal Lecter and his yeah. movies and shows and stuff, which is kind of, I'm not going to give an opinion on whether or not I think it's interesting that society is so fucking obsessed with that guy. Hannibal Lecter? He was real, right? Like, I'm not. Um, I don't know. I think we need to fact check that. I could have sworn he was real. Anyway. Hey, well, society, society. Is the story of Hannibal Lecter real? I think it, yeah. It's inspired by this guy named Alfredo Bali Trevino. Oh, so it's not, his name isn't Hannibal Lecter? No, they made a character named Hannibal Lecter, and it oh. and it's because of that guy. See, I thought we were going with a Ted Bundy situation. Uh, Ted Bundy. 
Interesting. That whole. But I saw um this video and it's this girl talking about how she got stuck in a national forest, I think in Washington, and um that the thing that passed her when she got stuck, um just because she like rerouted her GPS a weird way, um was this like really tall naked person who was white. With, no pale, pale, yeah, pale, like whiter than white. And um, with red eyes. Yeah. And she was in a car, right? Yeah. And she was in a car and she saw it. And then she's like freaking. She let it pass. And then she went. No. Yeah. I would have run over. There was also. She would like wait and stare at it. Yeah. She because she didn't want to attract attention. But I'm sure being in a car attracts attention. No. Yeah. But see, she told me that story. And I told her I had heard another one of this girl. And she was walking and they had a park ranger with her. It was a park ranger or somebody who was like touring them and t- keeping them park on the trail. Park can't keep you safe. <laughs> yeah. And they got off the trail just like a little smidget. And they're there trying to get back on the trail. And the pale white, per- like the pale person with the red eyes runs right past them. And there's smoke too, right? In yeah. The oh, yeah. There was smoke. And they asked the park ranger like, what is that? And he was like, well, there's just people out here sometimes. Um, you don't know what's really out here. Like there could yeah, be people living no, here. There's no gates. There's no logs. There's no cameras. There's yeah. No and the thing there. is, is that all these national parks are are like it's illegal to get off of the trail. Yeah, that's that's what that's what I was hearing. Like you get off of it, you can accidentally get off of it, and you'll go missing immediately. That's why they're there. No, yeah. And uh, there's this. I was w- watching this TikTok, and it was like it had all these parts, and it was this girl who went to one of the national parks, I think in Washington. Where everybody believes in Bigfoot. Washington State? Uh, Seattle, Washington. Yes. <laughs> and um, so they go and it's her and her mom. Um, and the weather was like all foggy or whatever, whatever. Um, they do the campsite where they're supposed to. And she walks off um, where the... Because I think it's said that you're not supposed to be near water, right? I've I don't never remember. heard that. It's something. There's like three distinctive things that where you can go missing or something happens. So I mean, they I'm were sure by... In general, you probably shouldn't be camping on the lakefront because you could roll in yeah so like the lake was there she starts walking it's kind of muddy and she sees footprints right bigfoot <laughs> oh and the thing they is believe in that there no i know but the thing is so like you That's see the footprint up. and she goes into this whole thing about how um there's like this thing called something the dorsal i don't know it's something it's some part of anatomy that we don't oh, have as human fin? no no <laughs> not that it's something else but it's something that you can tell and it's like one of the biggest like pieces of research that people go with when they're like talking about the different creatures and stuff that are in national parks. It's basically this condition that we as humans can't have because like um, it's where you're like severely flat footed and it like your foot is like chunky in a sense <laughs> and it doesn't have this break. It's like a big it's just a it's big a chunk. Yeah, basically. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. And she said that it was just freaky and right it leads and the footprints were only leading off the trail into this part of the woods and you could see that it was coming back and forth um okay. where she was standing yeah. and her, her um campsite was just a mile away or like right there and like it was just weird to her and like it was a freaky experience because they ended up telling like all these park rangers and there's all these stories where you hear where they where she told uh people and the government covered it all up because like they don't want anybody to freak out or know about it. So See, like, this mm. is why I want to die. I want to know what's up. I really do. Yeah. But the thing is, it's For like 
there's so many different things. So like with the people who are missing, right? The people who come back usually who don't remember, or they don't want to talk about it. People have also connected it to, and these are all conspiracy theories and um, people have connected it to the phase and how the phase take them. It's kind of like the mermaid um, stories that we've been talking about where it's like they take you and you come back, but you don't remember. Oh anything. yeah. It's a, uh, for the, I saw um, someone describing an experience that happened, I think, in India. And it's, um, I think it was India. yeah, it's this woman who goes missing and then she comes back four years later and she doesn't talk for a year. And then after that year passes, she starts talking about her experience. And she said that she was captured by the mermaids in, in like, I don't know, Lake Sea, wh- wherever, right? Um, and that they enslaved her for four years underwater which I don't, I don't know how that works. Um, yeah. but that's what she was saying. And then she, they told her, you can't talk for a year or we're going to come back for you no, and yeah. we'll know if you do. And so she didn't talk for the year. And then finally she was able to talk and like tell everyone about this. And there's been like multiple stories of people missing in that same place in India. And, um, yeah. And they, they, it all happens the same way. Yeah. And then they, they end up coming back like a year, a month five years later it's so weird yeah and they talk about that with the phase and it's just um it's also like this other connection of like um how maybe some parts of the national parks especially in the clusters that people go missing are like uh portholes for like um dimension hopping and some people just don't make it back damn i feel like i'm not enlightened That's no why dude we always the thing is me and alexis always have these conversations and we want to be so like one with the energies of this world so we can like understand these experiences because it's so fucking cool like astral projection and fucking um uh what is it called um lucid dreaming like all these things help with dimension hopping and the thing is is that some part of me is like, nah, bro, that's not real. But I'm still a conspiracy theorist. So I'm like, bro, I want a dimension hop so fucking bad. I saw this girl talk about how she began to meditate and like do a lot of work mm-hmm. on herself and like open her like third eye or whatever. And as soon as she was, I guess, like enlightened, um, she fell into like a major, major, major depression. And she no longer, like, wanted to live because she said that she, like, saw the truths of the world and how, like, everything is just, like, so fake. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and she basically, like, when she became enlightened, she just wanted to die. Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah, that's a bit much. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like, um, what was it? We talked about how, you know, how there's things like the story. Oh, yeah, stories like mermaids or centaurs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There are people or things that dimension top here hopped over here into the like not awakened side oh it's because i saw this girl talk about how she was astral projecting and while she was like in the astral realm she met this little boy and this little boy was basically like making fun of like everyone on earth saying that like they're so stupid like y'all don't know how to do anything that is so rude yeah and he was like seven years old and he was like um saying that like people other people or i don't know um that they're able to come into our dimension and leave and we can and they can see the portals on earth but like humans are so stupid and they don't know how to do anything yeah and that's why we have stories like centaurs or things like that because they're basically things that some people have seen when they probably dimension hop and stuff like that imagine like astro projecting and like the seven-year-old is like bullying you he's like you're a fucking idiot like make the cloud go away yourself yeah make the fucking cloud stare hard at it bitch and make it go away and you'll break the simulation dude getting bullied by a fourth grader 
literally in the Seriously? astral realm that's so that's embarrassing. fantastic like shit bro that's relax so but i really and the thing is i think we also had this conversation about just how i don't know we're just we're just energies in this body right and it's like i remember being like well where do the bad energies and the good energies go but then like what if like we all just like I mingle know, i know y'all don't experience disassociation but like experiencing that is so scary because mm -hmm. you are not connected to your body and what's happening and i feel like it's it's like how do i describe it like it can be related to like astral projecting and stuff like that i feel like you get the same feeling from okay. doing those things because whenever i'm disassociating and nothing feels real like it it just feels like nothing is like worth it because i'm like dude everything is so fake this is so scary and i'm like looking at my body or i'm like looking at my hands usually and i'm like ew that's not me yeah i don't know who the hell that is but that is not but me. that's another thing i hear stories about like disassociating and it um and it's just like like y'all are on to something <laughs> it's weird it's weird I used to when I used to disassociate when I was a kid, it was the scariest thing in the whole world. Like I w it would like lead into me having like a, a panic attack and then I I'd be fine after I'd be like connected <laughs> with my body. She's like, again. I got over it. Yeah. But see, that's the thing. It's just like, I don't know. There's just so many energies and I think they just like mingle in the air. And I don't know what if some energies get stuck in some places. Ghosts. Yeah, like, I'm tired of being normal. I want to get hella spiritual. No, yeah. So do I. Because I'm tired. I think the answer to some of my problems, I'm not going to say all of them, is like maybe a patron deity or something. No, I was. I, this is why we had a conversation about this too, where like at some. Before, like, it, obviously I haven't like been on my grind for a while now but i remember my spiritual grind yeah my spiritual <laughs> grind but at 16 i had such a spiritual awakening that it made me realize all the trauma i had and the healing i needed to do but like with the whole meditation thing i used to meditate like at 16 during the summer before we went back to school i was mia i was just by myself i had been suffering from uh, sleep paralysis and um, insomnia but I would literally just meditate all the fucking time and I was so fucking good at it but it connects to that story you're talking about because that was the worst time of my life but I also felt Wait, so of enlightened girl, of the girl wanting to die yeah, yeah I was like so enlightened at some points but then I also was still fucked up yeah I felt horrible because it's like what is this world you know but the way that you can spiritually teach your mind is crazy and i want to get back to it because i was fucking lit no but you know what else i saw on tiktok this girl was talking about um uh oh marilyn monroe right obviously everybody murdered. knows yeah about her murder but uh, conspiracy theories all this stuff but i one thing i didn't know was that do you find that disrespectful what conspiracy theories about murders that are especially heinous i don't know well is I it disrespectful for history classes to repeat murders and I assassins and stuff like that in history go into like it was a it was a body shifting spaceman that killed her <laughs> <laughs> like, hey bro, she's literally dead <laughs> i don't know i think it's the curiosity of people's minds i feel like there's a way to do it have you all heard of black dahlia the black dahlia yeah case? yeah 
there's this guy who has a bunch of ta- he was like on a BBC show for having a bunch of tattoos and he has a big old uh, like, just black dahlia piece of the black dahlia and she's like I don't want to say she's sexy but she's like in makeup and she has the face scars kind of like the bruh like a carved oh smile God. And he's like, it's a really cool case. You should look Dude, it up. Dude, that's the thing, like, though. That's like the fetish hell? art. Of no, a yeah, that's the thing. Victim. I feel like there's a point where it's like, bro, are you for real? So like, that was a bro for real because it was a fucking man. Yeah, like there's a way to be able to like be interested in murder in horror stories and like trying. Why to is just it not enough? Just like listen to podcasts of it and then. That's it. Why do you need a whole? Because it was a woman, and it was a fascination of a yeah. woman who was mutilated mm-hmm. disgustingly. I hate that. Yeah, it's fucking weird. But Sorry. like I cut you off like a while ago. Oh, with the Marilyn thing? It's yeah. just that it connected to the Kennedys and how the Kennedys murdered her because she collect when they would like meet up and stuff. Well, this is a conspiracy theory, but they yeah. would meet up and stuff and she had a little book where she had all these secrets and it had stuff about Area fifty one and then I was gonna talk about aliens. Dang. Yeah, but like the way I'm just saying I like <laughs> I feel like those TikToks where it's like uh, how I see my, uh, what is it where it's like what everybody thinks my girlfriend listens to and it's like all this different type of music, mm-hmm. but then it's like what she actually listens to and she's in the car and it's like she was dragged out of her house. <laughs> yeah, I've Her neck that. was slit and they never found her again. Speaking of murder, <laughs> do y'all want a funeral? No. No, I, I want to be burned either. and I want to party. I don't want a conventional funeral. I don't want to be buried in the ground in a casket. Mm-mm. either i want to be well first i want all of my organs to be taken out of me because i'm yeah, scared I'm, an organ donor. I'm scared when they cremate me that i'll wake up even though i'm dead but i'm i'm just scared Home so I, she's scared what? to be a zombie no i'm because you know those <laughs> stories of like there was a story okay, i literally heard this when i was like eight years old and it scarred me forever. <gasps> oh my god yes, yes. it's Go, a story keywords. of a little boy <laughs> and his entire family is there at the funeral and they're like looking at the casket and stuff and all of a sudden this little boy gets up from the casket and then he goes back down, but he like gets up, looks at everyone, gets back in the casket and then he's dead. Like he's, but like, I don't want to be in the fire. I wake up and then I'm burning and then I like lay back down and I'm dead. I don't want to experience that. So I want my organs to be gone and then just like burn my skin. Real quick. It's so that one story in your life that scars you. I found out that this lady had surgery. Well, there's also a movie about this too, but this lady had surgery on her eyeball and they did not put enough anesthesia that no. there was anesthesia where she no. was paralyzed for that while, but she, she can feel, feel the it. pain. Yeah, no, that's, that's why, why I don't want to get, get surgery. surgery. That's why I'm like, I'm just going to have my knee bend at 90 degrees. I don't want to fucking get surgery because that's fucking traumatic. That's yeah, why I'm never. not getting LASIK as well. Cause someone said they don't tell you the worst part of LASIK is you can smell your burning eyeball. That's disgusting. Ew. My grandma got that. Yeah, my dad got it when he was younger. He has to wear... He's wearing glasses now again. Not yeah. per... He's wearing, like, reading glasses. But, like, it it goes back to being fucked up, dude. But, see, I, have y'all been under anesthesia? I've been under anesthesia once in my life, and it was to get my wisdom teeth pulled out. Same. Dude, I'm just <laughs> saying it feels like five minutes when you wake up. Like, it's not like I was knocked out for two hours. Like, I wake up and no, it was five minutes. it really yeah like people take naps that are like three hours and they're like oh i've been asleep for five minutes no anesthesia. yeah my mom's had That's like scary. a bunch of surgeries and she's like no like i literally went to sleep and i woke up two minutes later and i'm like bitch you were in surgery for like you don't five dream. hours you do not no yeah you don't dream and i even like i woke up midway through it a little bit and i remember seeing stuff i thought zombies were walking up to the glass you were s- you woke up yeah why they, they like, were put working you back stuff. down 
I don't know. I just ended up going back to sleep, but I remember oh, distinctively opening no. up my eyes a little bit. <laughs> I'd rather die than ever have surgery and be under anesthesia. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I don't go to the doctor for anything. I'm scared of everything. Um, so like my knee for everybody out there, I have, I don't have a disformity, but, um, it only bends 90 degrees and, um, my tissue, my little bone that you're supposed to have in on your knee is patella. so small. Yeah. My patella is small and like it's covered by a lot of tissue. Right. But I told Alexis that one time when I was little, I was probably like, um, elementary school, maybe third, fourth grade. They didn't put me to sleep and like they had to check my knee for something because I usually get pains where like my knee locks for a while and then when it pops it's really ugly or Damn. or when it gets cold and stuff it hurts super super bad normal things that happen when like you have traumatic injuries and like it just it's effective for the rest of your it life it also happens when you have like metal in your body true but i have no metal in it that's all her she's you sure not it's true? not a government tracking chip? dude i know right <laughs> but um i remember distinctly distinctly going to the hospital and nothing was wrong with me. They just wanted to check if I had anything in my knee that was causing me that pain. They didn't put me to sleep. They were literally doing stuff in my knee. There was a, they were, ho I had like fucking 15 ew, people ew, holding ew, me ew, down, ew, ew, ew. literally holding me down. And there's a lady with the fucking bottle that has sand and water and fucking like spring, like the horses and shit in it. And like distinctly, this is so like my knees hurting right now because I'm like so Thinking scarred from it. it. Yeah. And she's like shaking it and she's like, you're good. You're good. And like my mom is like, you're fine. You're fine. And like literally no, people are holding me fine. down. People are holding me down because I'm screaming in fucking pain. And yeah. for them to do all of that. And I'm telling y'all, it lasted for I was a third, fourth grade. I don't know. What is that age? Uh, seven or eight. Why wouldn't they put you to sleep? Yeah. Or something? And they kept going for like local anesthetic. 20. I swear to God, it was like 20 fucking 20 to 30 fucking minutes. Of Dude, that. that's like to when find you nothing to find nothing. That's like when you get a spider bite and it, all the like they don't put you to sleep. I think they put like a shot of like numbing, but it's not enough. Mm -hmm. And they literally get a knife they didn't numb it or and anything. they freaking open it. Didn't numb it or nothing. Why? Why would they do that? That's why. Okay. So. I have a keloid on my ear because I'm stupid and <laughs> I slept on my on my earring for like two years and never took it off. Um, and now I have a keloid and I have to get surgery to remove the keloid. But I'm so scared because from what I've been like researching, they just get a knife and they freaking cut your ear open, take it out and then sew it like yeah. that. Yeah, that's how you get rid of it. No, I don't. Yeah, but bro, put me to sleep. Dude, I do just don't trust do doctors. Local anesthetic. This girl who got it, she didn't. She said that it hurt so bad. They literally got a little what the fuck? knife and they opened it and then just like so. This it is up. what I'm saying. And see, the thing is, is that a bunch of places have different techniques. So like, who do I trust? Oh my god! When I was gonna get, so I used to have a gap, and when I was gonna get oh, braces, yes, that that's little I mean. piece of skin that like attaches like at the top of like your front teeth. I don't know if y'all know what I'm talking no, about. No, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's like attaches from like your jaw to like your lip or whatever. The this, the little I line. don't I don't it's I feel like I'm describing oh, it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the line up there. Yeah. Um he said to get rid of my gap he was gonna have to cut it cut it. Why? I don't know. And I told my mom that that's what he was telling me. Mom was like, That doesn't sound right. And I was like, No, I feel like my jaw will like pop off. Like why would he have to do that? And the doctor or the dentist kept being like, No, I did it to my daughter, it's fine, it's fine, like You'll be fine. And I was like, I'm not okay with you cutting like a piece of my skin inside of my mouth for no reason. That's why I'm saying I don't trust the medical world at all. Yeah, I went through a dental 
thing as a kid and I don't remember what it was for but they didn't give me anesthetic or anything and I had horrible allergies as a kid like I told you I didn't know people could breathe through their mouths oh, yeah. until I was like <laughs> oh, yeah. five or six I genuinely thought people were just holding their breath for fun yeah so during that time they tried to do something and obviously you got to keep your mouth closed at the back or else you're swallowing whatever's going on uh, and I had the same thing happen I had like 10 men holding me down Dude, Which is why God weird. made me six foot tall and <laughs> 270 pounds. So you cannot do that again. Dude, it's fucking weird. And like, like even when I was born, the doctor that was taking care of my mom and like brought me out and stuff, malpractice. He had malpractice. There's people out there who have malpractice and are still in the hospitals. There's people who commit like racial hate crimes and are still in the medical industry. But if you use... But some some abortion industries, not to get political, um, will have their hallways an inch too short or something, and they get shut down completely. No, yeah, crazy. Government's fucked, dude. Not to mention, if we're gonna bring up some politics real quick, can we talk about how Republicans or well, first Republicans did that um, bill in Georgia to like stop um, mail-in voting stuff and like putting all these restrictions basically to stop like the growth of voting that happened this last um, election in Georgia. Yeah. And Jim um, Crow part two. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, uh, here in Texas, um, they, uh, what's it called? Uh-huh. Oh, they're trying to take away like the, like specific things in history and our education. Oh yeah. They're trying to. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that. And That's I was so like, stupid. I fucking hate it here. Like I was thinking about, okay. So basically uh, the fellowship I applied to um, in New York, it's for a theater. And one of their biggest um, things that they really want is diversity and inclusion within theater. And they've been working on this whole mission for a while now. And the thing is, like, right now on Broadway, we have, like, the question of diversity and inclusion and, like, the mistreatment and abuse of actors who are people of color, black. Basically, we have this whole thing where um, Broadway's about to open and tickets are going to start selling but with this march on Broadway right now every actor dancer etc is asking their white counterparts to not be in shows and to basically shut down Broadway and basically what uh, do like a worker strike mm-hmm. with all that happening so with the application I talked about diversity and inclusion and like my experience and blah 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 but it reminded me of how I was I made a video submission as well. And it's talking about San Antonio. And then I start thinking about just the aspects of San Antonio, um, our Hispanic population, our experience, the way that we're broken up between like the West Side, North Side, blah, blah, blah. But then you really start thinking about the white perspective here and how you have like remember the Alamo and then how we really and then just the whole history of texas itself like we literally so boring (laughs) like we literally annexed from the united states at some point yeah because we we were were so fucking like stupid and also racist texas a bunch of fucking racist whitey tidy motherfuckers came to texas and then we're like no but it's mine <laughs> yeah but it's just fucking crazy because when you really think about it like i feel like sometimes i forget because we just have so much going on but i'm so fucking like happy that i ended up in san antonio because there's things to distract me from it but also not good to be distracted from it and i need to be and i should remember more that texas is so fucking like racist like i would not want to so leave san antonio dude. at all 
Like, even when we go to I, Austin, I feel uncomfortable because I don't like Austin. It's gentrified. It's horrible. And I hate it. I can't imagine if my parents decided to settle in, like, Dallas-Fort Worth. I've told y'all how much I fucking hate Dude, DFW. can't stand fucking Dallas. It's full of fake cowboys. Dallas people suck. They're fucking clean mean. Boots. If your boots. If your boots are clean, you're not a working man. No. Nope. <laughs> and don't talk to me. Not to mention, like, religious, like factors in dallas that are fucking not to mention real karens out there our our ap gov teacher telling us about um trigger warning for violence here um a man getting drugged by his neck till he was dead in a truck yeah a black man mm-hmm. like we were like seniors ap gov was senior year yeah i, I think, think so or junior. yeah she was like don't go to east texas and this woman's like a centrist Republican, and she's telling us to not go to East Texas. Oh, remember honey, that's when bad. she was like, "Yeah, the older you get, the more conservative you'll get." And I was like, "No, and bitch, I was like, yeah. no, no, bitch." She was no. like, "Why do? Why aren't we all centrists?" And I can't remember at the time. I can't believe at the time I was like, "Gosh, she's right. We are centrists." <laughs> Ariana, not in her woke days. No. No, but it's just fucking crazy. And then when you really start, so this whole application process, I really just started thinking like, God damn, I fucking hate Texas and I need to get the fuck out of here. I hate it. And like, I just hate Republicans and I hate like, Greg Abbott so fucking yeah, much. Like when and I Matthew say, McConaughey, fuck when you I too. Say Why are you I trying to be a road government? trip around the US, I do not mean any of like the Southern states. No. Like I could <laughs> care less. I don't want to go yeah. there at all. Just skip them. Yeah. Nope. I don't need it. Florida has the same issues that we're having, honestly. No, Dude, yeah. Dude, people who are born in Florida are like a different breed. They really are a di- different uh, yeah, breed. That's what they think of us. There's I was texting a person on Tinder from Florida, and they were like, you're from Texas? I was like, so bro, weird. chill. Like, you're and you're white? Florida. Not that Texas. <laughs> they were white, too. Oh. <laughs> people from Miami. White on white crime or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, they have a genuine youth population and a population mm-hmm. of color who are trying to fight for the ballots but it because a lot of old farts live there the same here in texas who take up like geographically a lot of space yeah because everyone sends their old folks to florida or texas they're they can't win nothing yeah no like and then the thing is too like our our last election that we just had like the fucking campaign that the fucking sapd put on the fucking proposition b they made everyone think it was something totally opposite and the thing is is that that's part of the point i literally hate it was so fucking stupid lie in politics yeah and like if you go down alexis's street dude oh my god blue lives matter everywhere bro i live on a cop street i hate it she has a whole ass cop my grandma lives next to a cop and the family side of my family, we have cops in our family, and I fucking hate them. Every time hate I'm walking them. Freya, they have the Blue Lives Matter or whatever on their lawn. Um, yeah. And I just, like, I just kick it to the ground. And also, I take Freya time. over there to poop, and she poops every time. Nice. I hate them. I mean, you could... Let's pretend we didn't know those family members were cops. Are they still just bad people? Dude, no. I'm... No, that whole side... Okay, so, backstory real quick. Um, the Dominican side of the family that I have over here, we're family friends, but basically we are all tios, tias, cousins, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But, uh, basically the parents, like my mom's dad, um, Chino and then Candido, blah, 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 all of them came here, were in New York and then they did the military, ew, (laughs) and they chose that, um, (laughs) and then came and ended up here in San Antonio, blah, blah, blah. Every time, um, this doesn't relate, but every time I, I accept everyone on LinkedIn 
yeah. and then whenever they like something about the military they like not tweet well, they put they post something about the military yeah. i immediately like unconnect with them no and see and yeah. then we so they ended up here and blah 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 so basically family friends but family whatever and there are uh, there's three cops and i hate oh i know ovi mitchell oscar she's whispering in their names <laughs> no it's because i'm thinking well it's mitchell ovi and oscar and i think i'm names, missing one more deals. no one knows the names no they could fucking go find them and you know oh, you want to report them? <laughs> I said report their ass. Anyway, Ovi is the worst of them all because he's the one who has it fucking posted on his profile picture. Proposition B, don't fucking say no and like fucking I know they says, haven't read it. No. I know they have And the it. other thing that makes me mad. Okay, so this is gonna make it a says whole like prop B and it says like save our cops. And I'm like, yeah, from what? I hate him. From what? And not to mention that he was fucking weird when we went to Jonathan's baptism and knew that I was a fucking lesbian. Yeah. But course. also they're homophobic. But the other thing is too with dominican history part of dominican history like the difference between my family and new york who know that we have like we're afro latinas and blah 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 all that Mm -hmm. there's dominicans on this side where it's like the toxic masculinity homophobic and also um you know don't want to acknowledge that you know how much effort it takes to be homophobic a lot a lot a lot it takes to be homophobic it's so much mental energy I don't know like, what. Imagine like being so uncomfortable that like, you have to think about it so much. Like if you, but you revenge to, on their ass because I know their kids are gay. Two of them. Gay. Ooh. You're thinking about other people being gay so much. That sounds a little gay. Yeah. <laughs> that just. And then not to mention that my mom has told me that the 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 grandpa's basically chino and all them. They had gay gay moments too. So fuck y'all. Anyway, but they want to act like they're perfect. They're very whitewashed, and they still want to claim like. Oh, I'm Dominican. Wait, uh, fucking marry white woman, and then um, not to mention that um, where was I going with this? You keep saying um every because <laughs> I'm thinking. Y'all, she's literally. I'm standing. so mad, and then it's just so fucking annoying, right? And they're fucking evil people, and the fact that they're cops adds to it, and I just fucking hate them. And I'm so sad the proposition we did not go through, and the fucking slander that they tried to put on this, this, and put this campaign on. For lies. Yeah. I'm mad. So cops came to my house for a reason. I'm not going to disclose. Um, <laughs> but the entire time that they were there, I just like stood and they kept trying to talk to me. And I was like, yeah. They knew we didn't like them. No. And we're lesbians. So they felt no. it. No. I didn't even know what he was talking about. I just kept being like. And I kept laughing sure. because I was so fucking annoyed. I and it was so he was so so awkward and then like the white cop that he was with just like went to his car yeah i was like what are, what are you even doing then why here? are they here yeah what are you doing here just leave and just then leave. my stupid ass under my breath goes i'm gonna shoot myself and then i was like don't say that don't say that they're fucking psychos yeah oh and also the white cop i'm brown the white cop okay yeah the white cop they had were white his his hand on his gun the entire the time. entire time you're Excuse gonna shoot me? the entire you're gonna shoot time. a skinny girl a short five one girl, a whole ass mom, and then a little kid at the door. How are we a threat? What was I gonna do to you? Everyone is like under five feet. Well, except I'm me. sorry. Wait, hold on. But still. Are you sure it wasn't their taser? No, no. it was a full on gun. Full ass gun, bro. Gun. Dude, They're guns make me so uncomfortable, bro. Uh, at work, I wanted, dude. I wanted to punch him so bad. Just, dude, I wanted he to fight. Up holding his gun. 
I wanted it? to fight. Like, uh, it was like on his side, but he was holding it with his hand as if we were going to do something. They tried to pretend like they just have their hands on their hips. It was so, I was so angry the entire time. And then like for the other one to be awkward, I was like, the least you can do is not be awkward. Yeah. When I visited the Met, they pulled up in like a big van and they started just getting at, <laughs> sorry about him. <laughs> my dog's funny. Um, they started just getting out in full vests and I was looking around cause it was my freshman year and I'd never seen a cop do that shit. And I was like, why are they doing that? And everyone was like, they just do that. Dude, and the thing I was is. Like, why? They're no, wearing bulletproof And then vests we like, went to Philadelphia on election week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was literally like two days before election. We were there on election day, too. They and y- the and Philadelphia, guard. that's where Trump and Joe Biden were finishing their campaigns for the election season. And the fucking National Guard was there. Yeah. Rowdy. There's military suits with big ass guns. Because we, we had a curfew. Big ass guns. Nothing was more fucking. No, I. Nothing felt more like r- National Guard enforcing a fucking curfew on one of the biggest metropolitan areas in town, dude. And not with to a mention huge homeless population. No, mm-hmm. yeah. And then not to mention that me and Alexis were heading back, right? And we were on the plane, and we stopped in Tennessee. We stopped in Tennessee, and it was the scariest thing I've ever experienced. We were that so uncomfortable. Awful. I wanted to die. We were there for like and what to twenty top minutes. It off, they were playing country music. You already time. know. Not even the good kind. And there's no. people who weren't wearing their masks. There's people who you knew were no were Trump supporters. It was fucking scary. Yeah. I was a short five one, just had cut my hair really short. I'm brown. Yeah, it was scary. Bro. I, I wanted, was a threat to them, we honestly. We were there for like I think like <laughs> one or two hours. It was fucking scary. Really? It wasn't our one to two hours. It felt like twenty minutes to me, but also I was scared. Uh no. It for was like a layover. It was long. Yeah, because it, it was it. supposed to be, I think, an hour and ended up being like an hour and a half that we were waiting inside the airport. Dude, I yeah. was so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. And like, oh, my God. And that's when. So me and Giselle, we got on the plane and then this lady <laughs> or like the flight. attendant. Well, the whole flight attendant crew was white. Yeah. And so and like, y'all know white people. she like made like a joke or whatever. And then she looked at me and Giselle and we did that eye squinting thing yeah. under our mask. We weren't smiling, but like we were like really trying to play it up. Like, oh, my God, you're so funny. Please don't kill us yeah <laughs> oh no please please leave us alone just stop looking at dude, us dude i just have a list of people I we hate were the only people of color on the plane that's never happened mm. it was weird mm. and that's why we're driving to new york <laughs> yeah that was so weird yeah <laughs> i hope no one ever has to experience going to tennessee like that dude that was fucking ugly yeah we didn't w- i don't think there's time today but there's the cop budgets are fucking insane stupid insane crazy like stupid like we know but also y'all is bad no it is and the thing is it's like because my mom works for the city and she tells me shit like even on the day that george floyd's case was like um where they fucking convicted um derek kavanaugh yeah they killed her killed a 15 year old girl like like i don't No, there was they literally pulled up within the hour yeah they literally pulled up, didn't get a taser or anything, shot, just started shooting. Yeah. Oh, did you hear recently also, like uh, a couple days ago, a hundred cop cars pulled up to get a, a kidnapped baby what? and they didn't even try to get to the car. They shot into the car, killed the baby. And then they were like, this baby died because it was kidnapped. And it was like a hundred cop cars. I th- don't remember where it was. Oh it might've been Milwaukee. Um, oh, makes sense. They just started, they shot 30 rounds into a car without even looking if the baby or who was in it killed the baby instantly. I think I did hear about that. There's a video of like all the cop cars. It's insane. 
It was like, it looked like it was a squadron from three towns over and the town and they were in. Yeah. Anyway, all cops are cannibals. <laughs> Honestly. To end, to end, all cops are cannibals. Um, <laughs> all cops are cannibals. Um, please watch the episode where SpongeBob and Patrick make fun of Texas. Really relatable. Sandy is a Republican. <laughs> and um, She is. She sorry. really is. I don't know how to end this. Y'all got last words? Fuck cops. Yeah, yeah, fuck cops. Um, fuck cops. And the cannibals. And the cannibals. And um, yeah, free and thank you for listening. <laughs> and we'll try to be more consistent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. Laters.